0: That's it, Mark. And it just opens up to the possibility of just how powerful we really are.
1: It yeah. is. And, you know, it, it's, I guess I should do this kind of introduction, but just before that, I, you know, what really struck me when I was listening to you, that just seems to be, there's so much that seems to be coming to us. So many different people are coming with different, you know, angles and stuff. You're coming with your, your, your healing through music. You're able to access that energy and through your music, you know, bring in these frequencies and qualities and there's just so much potential I guess that's being realized in today's kind of society so really looking forward to doing this awesome yeah, so, um so yes everyone uh, Mark and I were just having this quick discussion um beforehand so apologies for that and I've got with me um Mark Romero everyone and Mark Romero is um was a businessman ran a really successful company and decided to leave it to pursue his dream um to be a motivational speaker and also to record his own music because he had a fascination and a a burning desire to do this here um after putting a time limit of three months on to uh making a profit for his new business he found that um not only when three months went by but a year went by and I think longer than that there began to doubt his uh, passion and his dream to do this and began to feel like a failure to his family until one day coincidentally completely unsolicited his music fell into the hands of a NASA scientist who was able to discover um these healing qualities and these healing modalities within his music and from then on uh, after Mark took acceptance of this it has been a transformative Fact on his life and his. I've listened to someone really really nice to to listen to. So we're going to get Mark on now to to talk about this and looking really forward to Mark because Mark's a super intelligent guy and really um, has so much fascinating stuff to say in regards to healing, in regards to music, and regards to how he perceives the world. And we just seem to have a bit of a a problem with the the connection there. So just give me one second. I'll just try and see what is happening here. Hello. Yes, we are. Yes, apologies about that I don't know what had I don't know quite happened there to switch broadband or some network providers I said I've had some difficulties here but yes Mark I, I hope you heard all that that introduction that I give to you as I said it and you know the thing about it is when we first connected I have to be honest that I had said um, no to Mark because I just felt that you know he was doing something that I'd kind of heard before but thankfully I'd actually asked him the question and said, "Look, like, I'm happy to be proven wrong. Can you tell me a bit more about you? And that's where he really uh, began to explain that what he was doing was completely different from anything that I've come across before. And that's what I said. OK, well, let, let's do this. And as I said, I listened to a few of his interviews and that's begun to realize how intelligent, and how articulate Mark actually is and how smart. So welcome to the show, Mark. Really, really happy to, to have you on.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here, and you're definitely putting the pressure on now. This has got to be a good (laughs) show after that introduction.
1: (laughs) No, I I think if you just be yourself, yeah, it's the same. I think it's the same with me. I get myself all kind of hyped up and all kind of embarrassed and pressured. Oh, what am I going to say here? But I think once you just kind of relax and just start to explain who you are and what interests you, and speaking, I think, from the heart, then it just kind of flows naturally. So I I don't think you have anything to worry about. So yeah, welcome to the show. And I'm really, really glad to to have you on. And as I said, I'm just interested to hear about this idea of music. And initially, I just thought it was you picking up your guitar and playing a few notes. But after listening to some of the pieces, you incorporate so many other sounds and musical instruments it. And some of it is really, really quite beautiful. And I can really understand how it can really have this transformative effect on people's life and providing this, this healing. Um, but I guess the the first thing that I wanted to ask you Mark was well, like how this know I'll give you a brief introduction there but if you could give me a bit more detailed part of your life because reading your bio you said that you know you'd, you'd always wanted to be this idea of a wise man and at the age of four you were to be found on your your church or your chapel's podium you know giving your serum. so even from that early age you know you had this fire in your belly and obviously it's only up until well not till now because you've been doing this for the past 15 20 years but to see your life completely turn around from this idea of working in a corporate environment creating money and you know generating money and that's what life's all about because that's what we're told uh, is life to giving that up and to taking that risk of, of of going to pursue your dream but to turn around and think well what served me well before uh, I can use you know, these practices and that to have that kind of experience and that kind of humbling, I guess, to say this is going to be something completely different, to doubt yourself and then to just have this, I don't know, that this coincidental thing, which we both know there are no coincidences, coincidences just to happen in your life and see your life completely transformed to the person that you are now.
0: You know, it's been, it's like if somebody had said, this is how your life's going to unfold, You know, 20, 30 years ago, I would have thought (laughs) they were absolutely crazy. You know, so it's interesting because, you know, I think without as many of us, I got presented with the model. You know, you go to school, you get out of school, you get a job, you work your way up the ladder, you make more money. The higher up you go and the more money you make and the more bells and whistles and shiny cars and stuff like that, the happier and more fulfilled you're going to be. And I did all that. And here I am. Okay. I'm the CEO of a multi million dollar business, but in this, you know, industry, You know for well i was a total of 19 years and i'm like going why am i unhappy discontent unfulfilled why is there a feeling that there's something more that is looking to be birthed out of me so around that time i've been married now for 21 years my lovely wife in the early parts of our marriage are already mastered the art of communicating without saying anything just by like a look you know so i i come in the hallway there she is and she goes you know what she gives me the look, so I know I'm going to get hit with some truth. And then she goes, I don't give a damn how much money you're making. I look in your eyes, and you're dead. When are you going to have the courage to go for the dream? You know, like any good husband, I wanted to argue. And, no, that's not right. you know, But she was right again. And so I left because I had always had this calling within me, yes, to gain wisdom of life to gain an understanding, to see how the pieces fit together and how we master it and how we can really step into being what we really are. And so I thought, well, okay, I'm going to do this through motivational speaking. I'm going to pontificate words of wisdom, (laughs) you know, that are going to magically transform people's lives. And so I left to pursue that. But you know what? The universe has this wonderful habit of laughing at our agendas. Mm. And it just kind of says, you know what? i got a bigger and better agenda for you. So that's how I found out about music, which was I've been playing guitar forever since high school, yeah. kid, but it was a hobby. It was something I did for fun. It was something just for me. And, you know, around that time, my neighbor challenged mm. me and said, let's make an album, man. I'll play drums. I'll produce it for you. <clears throat> let's make a CD. So we made this CD and not with the idea of getting into the music business and certainly yeah. not with the idea of getting into music and energy healing work. We made the album. And then that album ended up getting the hands of a guy from NASA that changed the whole direction of my life and opened up just this beautiful uh, wisdom and understanding.
1: Dr. Ronald Jones, was it?
0: Yes, Dr. Ronald Jones. We I call him Doc affectionately, even though we <laughs> bantered back and forth the time that we knew each other. Um, Because, you know, I did accuse him of maybe taking too much drugs back in the 60s and stuff like that, which he said, well, that very well might be true, but that's besides the point, you know, (laughs) but he really introduced me to, you know, my own inherent gift with energy, the importance of rising above the static and noise in the modern day world that we all live in and how it is that we can do that and begin to reveal the masterpiece that's within each and every one of us. You know, and so it started me off on that journey.
1: And you have a sorry you have you have a beautiful quote on your website. You say within you is a song, a beautiful piece of music that is yours and yours alone to express. It is the expression of that music that will transform your life and make the world a better place, which is absolutely absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful.
0: And it's so true. That song is your passion. It's your purpose. It's your authentic self. It's your soul's calling that wants to be expressed into the world. And, you know, everybody, you know, I think in the past, we've always kind of been conditioned to look to things outside of us Mm -hmm. to change and make the world a better place. Well, how's that been working? Well, it's not working at all because it's actually backwards. That if we become in alignment with the truth of who and what we are and to shine and reflect our truth, our awesomeness, our authentic self, we have this ability to light up the world and transform you know our experience in such a different you know more powerful way than anything external to ourselves and i think that's what we're really all being called to awaken to and to embody
1: yeah beautiful well said i guess that when you were saying about you know you giving up and quitting your job the fact to go for that dream and i guess what stops so many of us doing that is fear isn't it it's fear of the unknown you talk about this and i've talked about it too it's this idea of the ego and all the rest that keeps us safe because we do not like the unknown even if we know or we resent our jobs or whatever it is that 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 we're trapped in it presents normality it represents something that you get up and you know what you're doing each day change even if we know the potency, is the best thing for us represents the unknown and Many people are afraid to to embrace that or to to go for that because of the unknown consequences. But quite often, I think that when we don't or when we're, um, when that, that is our life path, we end up finding our lives become much harder and tends to end up going along that route anyway. It just takes a, a lot longer. Um, so I just wondered, is there something you could maybe add to that?
0: Yeah, you know, it's like, how can you, conf- how can you confine the universe to a box you know you can't it's like and that's what we as human beings we try to do we, we put ourselves in this box of comfort this box of normality this box of this is the way the world is this is how it operates i'm operating within this box and if i go outside of that box fear shows up that mind that ego part of us yeah, <clears throat> which is trying to protect us it's just trying to keep us safe it doesn't have the most optimal techniques in doing (laughs) so needless to say but in in reality that's what it's it's trying to do but if you confine yourself to that box as i did confine myself to this box of ceo tech world guy you know it it didn't work i couldn't confine myself there because my soul the truth of who and what i was wanted to expand beyond that was it scary absolutely was it terrifying Most definitely. But you know what? You have to work through the fear. You have to have the courage and the willingness to expand beyond that. Because confining yourself to that box, you're never going to find contentment, fulfillment, passion, joy in life. And unfortunately, so many of us are attempting to do that. And now I think in this time that we live in, the discomfort, the disharmony, the discontent is showing up and arising within those of us who haven't had that courage to go beyond that barrier and to really step into expressing our authentic self. On the other side of that is true fulfillment. On the other side of that is joy. On the other side of that is expansion and growth. And that's what life is all about. If you're not expanding and growing, you're dying. Mm-hmm. you your, soul is, is basically crying within you going, come on and You know, sometimes we have to get pushed and nudged and shoved into that space. And I've certainly have experienced my share of that. I didn't just like effortlessly walk into this new expression. Oh, my gosh, yes, I'm music and energy healer. (laughs) No, I had to deal with my own fears, my own reservations, my own resistances. The first time my wife told me I was a healer, I literally ran down the hallway with my fingers in my ear going, la, 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 I can't hear you. I don't want nothing to do with that. That stuff scared the hell out of me. Why? Because it was beyond the box that I had confined myself in. And as a result, I began to embody that. But it was a process. It was a journey and unfolding.
1: Brilliant. Two things come to mind to me. Um, that, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it is the American television show, Weeks. Um The opening credits of that, they use this song by, I can't remember the name of the singer, but this, the song's called Little Boxes, and the title credits are just about um, this neighborhood, suburban neighborhood, where everyone gets up and gets into their cars, which are all the same, and their houses are all the same, and their lawns are all the same. And so it's about this idea, we're all little boxes, we are confine ourselves to these boxes, and we're all the same, but you know, we're, we're screaming out, our, as you say, our souls are screaming out for, for change, to release me from this dull, drab kind of existence, and let me be creative um lucky in the mind to me but the other one was um I I I have so much experience of this too is that when we think we have failed or we have been let down or our dreams have not manifested it is because we have become attached to certain outcomes we are the ones who think well this is what is going to happen this is what I think is going to happen I'm being guided towards this way and whenever that doesn't happen we think that we've become a failure we think that our dreams have failed but it's not so much that it's because we have become attached to our own outcomes in our own heads regardless of that is whether you know as you turn around and say well if I apply the techniques that made me successful in this previous job to my new venture it's bound to 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 uh, to be successful or whether that is is even kind of looking from a spiritual kind of perspective and saying well you know I interpret this message or this uh role or you know whatever this thing is to mean this here and when that doesn't happen the way that you think it's going to happen then it's simply because not that your dreams have failed or the message was wrong it's because you um put your own expectations under that so could you give us your thoughts around that
0: (laughs) i'm laughing because you know i have to admit i had achieved a really from the old measurement of success you know money revenue shiny cars and stuff i had achieved this level of success i had a chip on my shoulder You know, I thought, you know, yeah, I'm going to step into this motivational speaker thing and three months, man, give me three months and I'm going to be able to crank it up. Well, three months came and went, a year came and went, two years came and went, three years, five years, you know, came and went. And I'm realizing, okay, this is an unfolding in the way that I thought. And, you know, when we do embark upon expressing that self and moving beyond this box that we tried to confine ourselves into, you're going to be challenged. There's going to be things that are going to show up that are going to bring to the surface everything that you need to let go of to step into your next greater and grander expression. You know, I love how Michelangelo was asked, you know, how did I how did you carve David? He said, I didn't carve David. I just removed the pieces that were hiding the masterpiece within the block of marble. The masterpiece is already within us. All we have to remove is what's not in alignment with that. All the stories of lack limitation. I'm not powerful. I'm not strong enough. I'm not beautiful enough. Everything that we've been conditioned by traumas in our past, by experiences that we've gone through, all of that needs to be shed, released, and dissipated. And that's why, you know, one day in Doc's office, he asked me this question because we were primarily at this point dealing with Wi-Fi and EMFs and Disruptive frequencies, chemicals in our environment that impact our energy and negatively impact our our states of consciousness and our health and well-being. But one day he asked me, "What do you think is the most powerful energy disruptor in the whole universe?" And I'm thinking, you know, it's got to be radiation, something like that. It's, no, he goes, "It's our own limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions of who and what we are. Those beliefs, those perceptions." Create our experience, create our outer world. If we have limiting ones, what do we create? We create a world of limitation. We create a world of disharmony. He said, when we are able to release and to dissipate that out of our own selves, we free ourselves to reveal that masterpiece that Michelangelo revealed, you know, that beautiful, enlightened being that's already there. You don't have to go do anything. You don't have to go sit in a cave for 30 years and meditate them enlightened no you just have to remove the pieces that are telling you you're not enlightened and ride us above those vibrational barriers that are holding you in that state and by doing so you begin to reveal a a whole new level of empowerment and expression and realize your ability to change not only your life but the world around you
1: absolutely beautifully well said and that's a message that i seat one day. I guess that's the reason why my podcast is a spirit channel, but I was thinking, Oh, I need to go and meditate or no, maybe I'll not do that. I'll I'll go for a walk in nature and I'll you know I'll do this here. And I thought, you okay, know, you don't actually need to do anything. You just need to be. You know just sit right there and that's all you we get caught up in all of these ideas that we need to go and do this here as you're saying oh i need to you know if i'm not standing on top of a mountain and sitting in the lotus position you know and attuning the the universe or if i'm not standing with one arm in the air raised for 30 years or if i'm if i'm not immersing myself which nature is amazing but if i'm not digging myself into the earth and wrapping a blanket of leaves around me and inviting the birds to you know i'm not going to get anywhere it's not that complicated we just need to be and allow ourselves to to be free you know uh, be in the silence um you know uh, start to uh uh slow down really in life and, and that's where the, the magic happens that's where you think pay more attention to your own thoughts you know and that's what you think but i guess uh, as you were talking about it is hard if you're not aware of that because of the way and we were talking about this just before the the show went live of our way of modern life which is so hectic and so busy that it doesn't give us the opportunity to reflect quite a lot on on our life. and um as we were talking about the many uh frequency disruptors um, whether it's our uh, frequencies, whether it's our televisions, our mobile phones, the 4G, the 5G, the, the chemicals that are put into our food or genetically modified food or, or as, a, as a sort of vegetarian, you know, these kind of unhealthy vegetarian options, these no-meat substitutes, which are even worse than the than, than meat for us, um, with, the, with the chemicals that are put into our, our shampoos and the things that we wash with. Even the very air that we breathe is is contaminated with chemtrails and all this sort of stuff. So um, modern life is quite hard. And that is why we need to um, just begin to slow down and and, and just find a way, even as you turn around, this is what this show is about, you know, listening to music at the end of the day to to try and block out quite a lot of that gunk that floats around in our head because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the one thing I wanted to say to you there is, you know, like I guess that not a scientist sounds quite profound for a scientist he's almost signs to be the completely opposite of what people would think to be a scientist is but I think it, I read that he's a quantum physicist so that would make sense is that right yeah
0: yes and, and not only that he was also a very talented energy healer so here's a dude who had more letters after his last name than his last name itself You know, and he had consulted the US government, consulted to NASA, had been involved in all these things, helped develop the MRI machine, you know, had been on all these different teams. But here he had this very, I don't know, I was always kind of convinced he was from another planet, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, but he had this tremendous insight about energy, about quantum physics, about the field, and he would work with people in clearing trauma that they were holding within their energetic field so that they could be free From their past. And in essence, I think that's one of the things that I learned from him and really opened up out of this discovery about this energy in in my music was that I could use that energy to help people to open their own selves up and kind of reach in and, you know what, let go of what happened when you were four years old. You know, forgive your mom. You know, let go of what happened in that relationship and that failed marriage or whatever, you know, that we've all gone through the twists and turns of the human experience and free yourself from it. Because until you do, it's continuing to shape and shift your life. And after Doc made his transition, I remember I kind of felt like I was out in the wilderness a bit, you know, kind of like, okay, what do I do with the music? How do I, mm-hmm. how do I work with this? And I remember hearing a quote and, it, and, you know, it said, people think we need to seek enlightenment. No, you are enlightened. That is your natural state. What is unnatural is a state that you have been put into. You need to rise above the vibrational barriers, which is all the chemicals and Wi-Fi and 5G in our environment, and the limiting belief systems, our limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions that are holding you in a state of unenlightenment. It's not about seeking it. It's about removing you, removing what is stopping you from being what you already are. You already are the masterpiece you already are enlightened, you already are divine, you already are the universe in motion, you just need to remove the programming that's in the way of that. And that's part of the journey through life. And that's what I think really kind of came out of this work with the music and with the energy is to help people to rise above those barriers, not only the ones in our environment, but the ones that run between our two ears that limit us from truly stepping into our magnificence
1: yeah this idea that we we have this monkey mind that constantly runs amok and fills our us with with just nonsense um and you know you're you're absolutely right I guess some people would call that that transformative work is you know as you turn around say you're just simply bringing forth that's what's already there you're growing that light within you some people might call that transformative work or shadow work or working upon the self and it's something that um i guess I, I can speak to myself we're always kind of um we're always looking ahead we're always looking for the end goal if i could just get there if i can just become that enlightened person and you know if i can just reach the the, the end goal but it's it's the journey along the way it's it's the work that you you do along the way that really matters it's only when you maybe have cut to that end you realize that it wasn't the end goal it was the work that you were doing all along which you didn't see I guess, um, I think it, uh, that's a lot of the problem, I guess, is that we generally don't see how much we're changing and um, how much we're growing in each and every moment. Uh, I think that's down to our fast paced society, you know, that we demand answers. You know, we, we, we've we next day shipping, we've same day shipping, and you know, we kind of expect our transformations, our healing, or you know, if somebody comes to you, I want, I want to get better already, you know. It, just by the very thought that you're 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 wanting to get better, ready, you're really facilitating that healing process. Um, I guess is, is the most important part of of the journey of of the life journey.
0: Well, you know, and you in, you you know, kind of go, ties back to what you were talking about earlier with attachments. You know, we create attachments to how we think life is. You know, like how life should unfold for us. Um, no, you need to let go of those attachments. It's like we're all in this river you know, flowing in the river of life, down the river. We go through the twists and turns and the rocks and the rapids and and at those points in time where we're just floating, it doesn't even seem like we're moving. And then there's waterfalls and different things. And then we try to tell the river what to do. River, I think you should flow over this way in this time so I can achieve this thing or accomplish that. And the river just kind of like, you know what? I got a bigger and better plan for you if you just let go which is interesting because I just did this video today and I was, I just rewatched the, the latest version of Dune the movie. Oh yeah. And there's a very profound part in that where Paul and his mother are flying into this sandstorm and he has this vision that says, let go, quit trying to fly this craft through the sandstorm because there, the, it was already destroying the craft let go so he releases the controls and folds the wings in and the things just start spinning around they're going through all this upheaval which many of us can relate to in life especially if you're pursuing your passion your purpose and your calling you might have to go through some of that but to let go and sure enough the sandstorm rose them above yes turbulence but it would have never happened if he had continued to try to tell life where to go how to go you know You know, and that's the importance of letting go. Trust in the flow of the river. Yes, have a vision. Yes, have a desire of what you would like to create and experience in your life. But quit trying to force it to make it happen. You consume so much energy trying to force things. If you just let go, the synchronicities will show up. The insights will show up. The how-tos will show up. The connections will show up. That will help you to bring that vision to fruition
1: brilliant you're speaking my language you really are that's a very uh, fantastic um, insight into that that you I never even picked up on that before but yeah it makes complete sense but once again it feeds into this concept which uh, we're just talking about which I've talked about a lot um about the river you don't go against the flow of the river you know you can't fight against the current so it's better just to go with the flow and the idea of surrender just surrender to the process it's the same thing as you're saying just let go you know stop trying to control it stop trying to you know say I want to go this way I want to go this way sometimes all you can do is just surrender and say okay I I give up I concede you you know you universe you know better and I'll let myself be guided by the process and then things become much more smooth, a bit more like a a bit like Paul in that in the movie Junior um so yeah really interesting and, and really insightful and impactful words but I, I want to talk a bit about the, the music now at the minute so so you you'd created this music you'd created this CD and it just sounds like you and your friend threw together this CD you never really thought anything about it and like okay well let's see how this goes and you know it doesn't go anywhere and somehow the syncricities where it falls into the hand of this exact person who it's need to fall into and he's saying hey listen there's healing qualities in this music and you know at this stage obviously by this stage you know you'd you'd read all your philosophies you'd done the kind of spiritual work but you were still resistant to that is that because you know although you'd you know you'd study these philosophies although you'd read a lot of spiritual stuff you hadn't really integrated that into your life or you hadn't you know transformed your life to really believe in that sort of stuff or is it just that you didn't believe that you had this par, shall we say within your own music
0: well i think there was a resistance first of all to get involved in the area of healing you know back then when i was uptight corporate guy i looked at all that stuff as being woo woo out there stuff now i married woo woo my wife has a doctorate in metaphysics so i married woo woo you know and i remember <laughs> she was pregnant with our first daughter you know month eight you know, she's big, she's uncomfortable. She's like seven o'clock at night, every night, Olivia would be in her tummy doing her calisthenic routine. Mom's on the bed and discomfort saying, I'm not going to make another four weeks here, man. This kid needs to come out. And so one night she goes, you know, would you put your hand on my tummy? And so I did. And it was like instant peace and quiet. And then after like five nights in a row, she goes to me, you know, you're a healer, don't you? And I said, you know what? Don't even talk to me about that healing mumbo jumbo stuff, man. That's the kind of stuff they take you out in the backyard. They tie you to a tree and they set you on fire, man. I don't want anything to do with that. So, of course, being a doctor of metaphysics, what does she tell me? You know, I think you might have some past life issues to resolve. If you ever want to make an uptight corporate guy run in fear, I ran down the hallway, la, 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 I don't want to hear that. I'm not, you know, that's all out there stuff. And that night I learned that no matter how fast you run from yourself, you still take yourself with you. And so lo and behold, what happens? Oh, Mark, your music's healing. Hmm. Imagine that, you know. So there was definitely some resistance. And I'll never forget one day I'm in Doc's office. And I told him, Doc, I think you're full of shit. I think this whole thing is crazy. He said, I'm going to show you something. <clears throat> so he has me stand on one leg, one arm out this way, one arm out the other way. And he proceeds to press down on my leg and my arm. And, of course, I tip over, right? Then he takes my CD. He doesn't even play the music. He just sticks it in my shirt. And it was like my energy transformed. I became this pillar of strength. He's pushing. I'm not moving. And I'm like going, holy, okay. I cannot argue with what my senses are experiencing. Something's going on here. And, you know, so it was a process and a journey in stepping into that Mm -hmm. and to realizing, you know, what the potential was. I knew years ago that it wasn't just the music. I mean, initially I thought it was notes and tones. Maybe it's a cool guitar made in Spain or something, you know, Mm -hmm. that was producing this response, this healing. And then I remember one day my wife calls me. My I gotta give hands to my wife, man, for pushing me beyond my comfort zone numerous times. You know, she calls me from the park and she goes, you know, I just got this intuitive hit that you don't need the music to do this work. I'm like, okay. You know, she goes, I want you to send energy to my friend here at the park. Just send her energy, you know, remotely. Well, how do I do that? Well, imagine just sending it. Okay. Imagine sending it. A mile and a half away, she has this physiological response of her energy field being in tune. She goes, oh, my God, I knew it. It's not the music. It's you. She goes, I got these crackers here. Energize these crackers. So I sent energy to the crackers. You know, she's got to feed kids treats after school and stuff. She gives the cracker to another lady, and this woman has a physiological shift. Strength, flexibility, endurance, coordination, and balance all enhance instantly as soon as she took a bite of the cracker. She's like going, the poor lady's like, what kind of cracker is that? You know, I've never experienced anything like this. And she goes, you don't need the music. This is something coming through you. So that's when I learned that I could be, the energy could be infused into things. It could be sent or it could be put into music and then use music as a carrier wave Mm -hmm. to get out into the universe, to get it out into the world to support people on their journey. You know, it's like we all have this desire to play beautiful music throughout our lives, right? If I use music as a metaphor, we want to make our lives a beautiful symphony or rock piece or whatever kind of music you like. Well, I don't care how hard you play the guitar, how masterfully you play it. If that instrument is not in tune, you're never gonna play beautiful music. You're never gonna reach your full potential. What puts the guitar out of tune? the vibrational barriers in our environment and our limiting belief systems. So if you're experiencing disharmony in some facet of your life, your health, your relationships, your prosperity, your career, whatever it might be, it's an indicator from the universe saying that, um, sorry, you're holding on to a limiting thought, belief, perception story about yourself. And it's being brought into your experience to bring it to your attention so that you can release what's behind it. And that Instead of, but, you know, are we taught that in school? No. Did we learn that from our parents? Heck no. You know, no, we don't. And that's a very unique way of looking at things. It's like mm-hmm. when the light comes on in your dashboard telling you to change your oil, what do you do? do you know, a lot of people are covering up the light with tape or whatever. Ah, I'm not going to pay attention to that. I'm yeah. going to go binge Netflix, <laughs> social media and not deal with it. No, you can't do that. And what is it telling you? It's telling you to release something that's not in alignment, that's low vibration, and to bring in something new, bring in something that's going to lift you to new heights to keep the vehicle moving forward in your experience. you know. But that's a, a big shift because we've been so conditioned to fight our <clears> challenges <throat> and our obstacles and to inter- internalize and not deal with our fear, our sadness, our anger, our frustration. Yeah. But all that's just energy. It's like... We need to learn how to breathe. Let go what no longer serves us. What's actually poison to the body, right? Trees love it, you know. We let it breathe out and we let it go, and we breathe in what gives us life and what gives us energy. We do this mantra through our whole life experience, you know. So hum, hum, so. Once again, coming from ancient uh, wisdom traditions about "I am that that I am." You know through our whole lives because when you stop breathing well you stop living you transform into the next experience of this masterful school called life and then some and uh open up to who knows what kind of possibilities are out there but meanwhile while we're here we have this opportunity to continue to breathe energetically to move through our obstacles and actually to even welcome them when they arise Mm -hmm. Because they're there to teach you. They're there to help you to evolve and unfold. And when we start viewing them from that perspective, we're able to move through them much quicker. Most of us judge those things as bad, wrong. I shouldn't be, poor me, I'm a victim or whatever. No, (laughs) like grab that challenge. What are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to reveal to me? How are you making me feel? And can I move that energy out of me? And then by combining the music and the energy healing work, it's like, it makes that process so much easier. You don't need to go to 30 years of therapy anymore to forgive the trauma you experienced from your mother growing up. No, you can do it very quickly now because the universe is kind of like saying they're going, okay, humanity, come on, the game is getting late. It's time to really step into the next version of who and what we are to evolve to this next level of consciousness of evolution Mm not the best for being asked to called into right now
1: mm, very well said very very well said you're absolutely right and I talk about this so much too that um you know the, these traumas that come into our lives and these unwelcome feelings and emotions they're trying to tell us something we're being offered a gift that may not seem like it but you're being offered the gift of transformation you're being offered the gift of change and if you can take that and work with it and learn from it you can transform yourself into something better than before a more balanced a more healthier rounded person a more empathetic person a person who's more open to the power of love but you're right so many people fall into this victim mentality and they think that well, them the universe is conspiring against me Or oh, what did i do to deserve this here or you know or, or else you know completely turn the opposite way and go well you know i i I, um, why should I show any love? Why should I, you know, give anything back to anyone else? I've, I've, I've been treated unfairly. It's because you're missing the opportunity that's being given to you. You know, and I think that a lot of us can look with envy towards people um, who seem to have it all. Oh, that person there is happy. They have the big car. They have the nice house. They have lots of money. You know, I want those things in life. They never have any problems. I'm not saying everybody, but, you know, people like that, potentially, or some of those people are not being challenged in the way that you're being challenged. You're being offered a gift. So if people could just understand and look at what they're being offered as a gift, an opportunity to grow and change. And as you turned around and said earlier, our life is not the material goods. It just happens to be we're in a material world, but it's not mm-hmm. about these material things that we gather to us. And this is why we find, especially in your experience, um leading a high-power job and earning, you know, the big salary is that you're still unhappy. And we find this with so many people who think that, you know, that once they have um, achieved their material gains, and work, they will be happy. Only you find that this doesn't make me happy. I'm still not happy. Why is it? Because their soul is calling out for something different. And so when you're presented with those opportunities in life, which seem to be negative, it's not that you're being treated unfairly; it's you're being given a, a gift, an opportunity to grow and learn through life.
0: Absolutely, and you know, and I think that's a, you know, a huge realization that many of us are awakening to. Look how things have been so amplified in the last two years, yeah. you know, in the world. You know, division. You know, economy, COVID, all this pharmaceutical, out of control, political institutions, everything, all this stuff, bringing stuff up, stuff up, you know, for us to let go of, you know, and to realize our sovereignty, to realize our power. You know, if you disconnect from the media, what kind of world are you going to live in? Because you know what? Honestly, I, you know, I don't know if that stuff is true. Why would I want to engage in it? Especially if it puts me into that state of fear, especially if it puts me into that state of worry or terror or whatever, what am I going to create out of that state? You know, one thing that Doc told me, he said, one day he took me out to lunch, okay, and, and then he hits me up with this question, do you ever wonder who really runs the world? I'm like looking at him, what? How are we going down this path? And he starts telling me about the families and, you know, the, yeah. the conspiracy. The i like, kind of going, okay, this is interesting. Doc's really out there. And then he said, you know what? Human beings, we're these spiritual divine beings. We're extremely um, powerful and creative. He said we create through images that we hold within the mind and combine them with emotional responses, and that projects out into the quantum field and creates our reality. He said the media perpetuates fear and worry and all this different stuff, a world not working. So what are you looking at yours? you're creating images within the mind, you're getting an emotional response from it, what are you creating? And then he hit me up with this, we are being manipulated to create a dysfunctional world. He you said you're not going to find it out there. It's all within ourselves. You know, so mm-hmm. focus your thoughts, your mind upon your desired results, upon your soul's highest expression, upon a world that works and disconnect from the stuff that's contrary to that and start utilizing your creative power to change your your life, your world, your health, your relationships, your prosperity, all these different aspects, but realize true joy, true fulfillment, true happiness come from within. If you base it on something outside of you, you'll never get there. If you want to be secure, feel security in life, don't get a, you I don't care how much money you have in the bank. It's not going to fulfill that, you know, because now oh, I have a million dollars, but it's invested in the stock market. And I'm worried because the economy is heading into recession. Ah, you know, are you secure? No. Security is a state of being that you generate within yourself because you choose to do so, not based on out, things outside of you. And when you change your state of being, you change what you experience in life. And unfortunately, we've all been taught, you know, we wake up in the morning, right? We're all like sleepy. We go into the bathroom, we look in the mirror, our hair's all over this way and that way. We want to change the reflection, right? So what do we do? We grab a brush and how we've been taught is to brush the mirror to try to change the reflection. How well does that work? It doesn't. You have to bring the brush to your head. You have to create this within your own self. And by doing so, That's when the reflection is going to change. You know, it's like I challenged myself. I was one of those guys who liked to look at headlines. Okay. And and then as a result, I'd get upset by it or feel fear from it or whatever. So I said, you know, enough of this. I'm not going to look at it. So now I'm like, man, I live in a world of bliss. I'm not, you know, recessions and gas prices and all this stuff that people are getting upset. I don't, it doesn't impact me. You know, I'm not swimming in it. I'm not diving in it. I'm having trust and having faith that the universe will provide me with everything it is that I need to create an extraordinary life, to fulfill my mission, to make a difference in people's lives, to be a good father, to be a good husband, you know, to have fun and joy in my experience. And by unplugging from that, I'm able to keep myself in a state that is a state of being that's going to create the life I want as opposed to a life that I really don't wish to experience
1: brilliant expertly said um it's just once again it's something that I resonate so much with and I do find that like you you know especially um during that whole I guess still still even today you know with with 2020 and the pandemic but even before that with um I guess uh, the the presidency of Donald Trump and then the whole sort of Q thing. And I find that so, so many people got sucked up into that. People who I thought should have known better. And I I have to admit, I got sucked up into that a little bit, but after a period of time, it didn't feel right to me. I thought to myself, I don't like this because I feel myself getting pulled into this pool of negativity this separation between people who believe that and people who don't and once again it's just playing people off and when I had people trying to convince me you need to go to here you need to follow this person and I said look I'm done with all that I don't want to thing if you want to do that that's fine I'm going to concentrate on my self evolution and trying to raise my own vibrational state as high as I can and opening my heart to to love and to all these great qualities um and i find that you know well obviously that really worked for me but just this idea where people are getting sucked into that this this whole narrative and fast forward now a couple of years and we don't hear about any of this anymore we don't potentially hear about this q phenomenon you know donald trump is not the second coming of jesus uh, and <laughs> christ gives to all of these people who were pondering all of this fear all of this insight or knowledge all of this i have access to this here we don't well i certainly don't hear from it anymore and so i think you know exactly what you were saying there you're absolutely right and it's interesting you use that word sovereignty because i wrote a piece for my website based upon that uh, this idea of sovereignty that we all are sovereign beings that we don't need to wait for the second coming of Jesus. We don't need to put our power into some politician who is making the right words. We don't need to wait for this shady, person or organization to come and you know overturn all of the evil in the world all we need to do is work upon ourselves and realize that we all have the power within ourselves and if we do that if we transform ourselves one by one if we raise our vibration then that's when we will see change come into this world just like you're talking about just like you're talking about
0: and it, and it's already happening because we're seeing a breakdown how many people don't trust the media anymore? you know a phenomenal amount as opposed to you know way back 20 years ago i'm watching you know brian williams abc news tonight thinking i'm getting reality and then realize no i'm not i'm getting a narrative you know so there's this whole aspect where we realize that you don't need to go out there to get any information all the information you need is within you it's within your heart space it's within your connection to the ultimate field the ultimate super internet you know, all the information is yeah. available there for you through the whole universe. You just have to learn how to tap into it, quiet down the mind, believe in your connection and rise above the static and noise of those vibrational barriers and your own limiting belief systems. And the possibility is endless, but it's a journey. It's an unfolding. Yes, we'd like to have it happen tomorrow, but I think we all realize that it's going to unfold in its own time and space as it yeah. you know, does for each of us. We're all in that river. We're going to meet the end result which is back into the ocean back into that field that ocean of oneness okay just trust and have that meanwhile have the best time as possible going down that river positively impacting your family and the people around you the people you work with your own life your own cells within your body and enjoy the experience experience it and through that you're going to evolve unfold and become the next greater grander expression of who and what you are we all came here to play the ultimate game, the cosmic game of hide and seek. You know, we come in here with all of our divinity, all of our power, all of our magnificence. We're born as helpless little screaming babies. We forget every single bit of it. And then in that case that's not enough, let's throw on our parents with all their stuff that they program us with, you know, not intentionally or, or you know, maybe in some ways. But, you know, for the most part, they're just living their lives based on what they know. And then you go to school and school says, this is the way that life is. And, you know, that's the way it has to be. And then, you know, we go through our experiences in life that tell us that we're anything but mag- magnificent. Yeah. And then you get that calling that says, you know what? time to start peeling back the layers and realize you already are a divine being and to start utilizing that power to recreate your life. And yes, ultimately for us to collectively come together and shine so bright, we lift the whole world to a new
1: level. Brilliant. Fantastic. Just love listening to you. speak my tune. Um, <laughs> there's two different things that I want to try and, and think here I want to get back to, to your music. But just before that you were talking about something which is very interesting you realize that through all of your failures you once again we're getting back to this idea that you know up we get a task to certain outcomes is that you realize you were being called to take upon the hero's journey and it's interesting because it's something that I've came across where I, I came across this concept um where this particular person said that if if you are simply doing the work upon yourself to transform yourself to work through your obstacles to change your vibration to keep on your faith then you're what's known as a hero you are a hero and in that sense of the word they're using that hero as a collective rather than get into hero heroine but you are a hero it's this idea that you know if we are even attempting to do as you say you know this work upon ourselves if we're really willing to fight through these obstacles if we're willing to carry on trying to achieve our dreams we are doing the work of a hero we are heroes and it's very empowering to actually think about yourself in that way that i'm actually a hero simply because i'm doing something that i should be doing and it was just interesting when i came across your revelation you know that you realize about yourself that you are being called to embark upon this hero's journey i wonder was there anything that you could maybe comment about that
0: Well, you know it's like yes heed the calling okay when you do get the calling listen to it i always say this the universe comes with a very big volume knob okay First, it's going to tap you on the shoulder to get your attention. Oh, you know, you might want to go do this or express this or shine that light. And then we have, ah, oh, that's ridiculous. i got to be responsible. i got bills to pay. You know, I'm not going to listen to that. Well, then, okay, the universe cranks up the volume, and then it gives you a shove. Okay, and then if they don't listen to that, then it gives you a nice little, you know, really big shove. And then if you really don't listen, you get the two-by-four upside the head, you know, and it's like, <laughs> It's like, ouch, and that hurts. I've done that, you know, many a times on the course of the journey, you know. So it's like, listen to those callings. Listen to those, you know. Yeah, don't go quit your day job tomorrow, but find a way to start being true to those callings on a part-time basis. And begin to bring it to life. And it's going to just bring a whole nother level of energy to yourself to be able to continue to move forward. And then the day magically can come where maybe you've like uh, feel comfortable and you've got this new level of expression where you can quit your day job and go step into who, you know, what you're doing. I did it the courageous and maybe sometimes stupid way. I just quit, you know, I'm out of here. I'm done, you know, and, and yeah, it worked, but there was definitely some turbulence as a result of that, you know, but it's like, There are ways, and once again, it comes down to setting the intention, having the vision, taking the little steps, following the breadcrumbs that are going to lead you to bringing that to fruition. And, you know, this is the possibility that's opening up to so many of us right now. We're getting the callings. We're finding higher levels of discontent in our day jobs than ever before. Higher levels of discontent with how the politicians are running things higher levels of discontent in the medical industry and all that different stuff, you know, because we realize there's something more for us to step into, our own innate ability to run our lives, to heal our bodies, our mind, our spirit, and to really transform our experience. And that's part of this consciousness shift that's taking place on the planet today.
1: Fantastic. And there you were worried up, is putting on onto a pedestal.
0: Well, you know, in this, we are on a pedestal. We all should be, you know, because we are. Look at, if you think about it, all the 70 billion people have walked this planet, there's never been another one of you. You know, that makes you the most precious thing. Look at, we value these Stradivarius violins, but there's more than one of those. Well, how valuable are you? If you're the only one ever throughout the course of time has been you, that makes you the most unique valuable masterpiece on the planet. And that's what we need to remember. We are the greatest miracles in the world. And we need to remember that, remind ourselves of it, because we've been so told so contrary. And that is what the challenge is that's being put out to all of us, to awaken to your awesomeness and your power. And out of that, it's only through that awakening to that, that we're going to be able to recreate our lives and recreate the world we live in
1: that is so empowering that really is so so empowering that statement it's absolutely fantastic and it's you're absolutely right I don't want to keep repeating your same words back to you but it was was kind of like an experience that I had I'm not kind of getting into it but I was working with this um energy heater this kind of shamanic guy and whatever the case may be there was this image came to me and I thought well that I don't know for some reason that's the words that are coming to me a Christ consciousness I was like oh that's just nonsense and, you know, the guy said to me at the time, what, you think that you don't have Christ consciousness, that you're just, because you're just this ordinary guy who lives in Ireland where I'm living, that you're just this ordinary, everyday, average Joe, this everyday smock, if you like, that you don't have that. And it's just exactly what you're saying there, which you know, we often put ourselves down. We don't actually recognize our divinity, our sovereignty, that we are all these unique, uh, beings and you're absolutely right to realize that there is no one not one other person of you that exists in this reality in this cosmos you're this unique being and all of these beings and all of this population of billions of people is actually really amazing and liberating once you begin to think consider yourself that way so in the same way that you know Whatever way you want to look at it, if you turn around and say Christ consciousness or whatever, it's just a way of turning around saying that mm-hmm. you are an expression of this divine. You are divinity, personified, and, you know, just because you, you identify with your physical body, you identify with your location, you know, that you identify potentially with your job and you don't think, you've just forgotten, you don't realize your own divinity. So, just thank you for that. That was just so enlightening and empowering. Um so yeah the other thing I wanted to get back to there was this idea where you're talking about you realize that um that you're actually a healer and I kind of the thought came to me was well why would you continue with music when you have this ability to heal with your hands you have this ability to heal remotely but then the idea came to me when you were talking was that you are putting that frequency into music and even if you were a healer, I guess like me, because I I have that healing ability too, but the idea that someone can take your music and replay it again and again and again, or stream it over the internet so that they don't need to come back to you in person. They have a kind of version of you and your power in their hands that they can play over and over. Someone can access that through the internet or play that so that you're reaching and you're distributing this healing frequency as, as you were talking about, in a way that you could not possibly hope to achieve if you would simply say, "Well, I don't need the music anymore," and so that was the, that was what I wanted to get back to. I wanted to know your thought processes around that. Uh,
0: absolutely, it's like um, it's like, yeah, I could do hands-on work, I could do remote work, but it's only me, one person at a time, doing that work. And I think we're at a time where we need to think beyond one person at a time. It's like, what a great way to get music out into the airwaves where they can benefit from that energy. They can benefit from everything, from tuning and harmonizing their field and rising above these negative influences in the environment and helping them to melt away some of these limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions. They can benefit from that whole experience, you know, in a beautiful way without necessarily me taking the time to have it, doing one-on-ones. I would only be able to do so much. And I think, you know, we have to you know, move into how can we exponentially impact people's lives? How can we impact some ways not to take away the healing work, I do healing sessions with people, and I'm thankful that they fulfill Mm -hmm. that role and that purpose. You know, just for me personally was like, Oh, I can really utilize this music to get this energy out in the world and impact a lot of lives. And you know, that really resonated with me. So but I do both and I get the best of both worlds, so to speak. So, yeah
1: you're right you're very lucky that way but it is it's just I, I, that that thought struck me and as you turn around and say how can I how can I transform or how can I get this healing energy out that that is within me in a, in a way that exponentially affects you know wider variety a wider um section of society or of the worldly population um but you're also fortunate enough to to have people come to you we can can do that too so tell us then about the way in which you go about um devising music to infuse with this healing energy is there a way to do it do you create unique pieces for individuals do you create pieces based on what you think may be needed for different moods, for different vibrational states of being. How, how does that process come about?
0: Well, absolutely. And, you know, I think when I was first diving into sound healing and learning about it, I remember I heard this scientist say that music is the carrier way for intention. I thought, wow, that's interesting. I can put intention into music. So I started using it in my sessions with people. Oh, this person needs confidence. this person needs to love themselves more this person needs to do some forgiveness work this person needs to um, believe in themselves or appreciate themselves or to have gratitude so i started okay i'm going to play this piece of music out would come a piece of music never played it before it's almost like the guitar played me and i would record that and i would become you know kind of like a musical prescription so to speak that i would put together and and work with people that i was doing single sessions with to help them based on where they were stuck and where they were struggling, where they needed some vibrational tuning and kind of moved it from there. So um, absolutely music can be programmed with intention. It is anyways. You know, if you have lyrics of hate and distrust and all that, well, that comes out in the music. If you have, you know, music that was created with love and expression and, and uplifting powerful words that has that energy and that vibration. Music has that magical ability in itself, and so if I combine that with this energy that's coming through, it really makes it a way to impact people and to support them on their journey through life. We're all on the journey, working through and navigating through things, and so it's really become a a beautiful tool you know, and continues to expand and evolve and unfold in ways that I could never have imagined when I first started this journey.
1: Has it become something that you have refined, you know, have you found that you have find deeper expressions or ways of expressing that, you know, that energy or that musing as a process become more elaborate or complicated, not maybe complicated is the right word, but, you know, as I was saying elaborate, you know, you've been able to add more to, to the process.
0: It's become more freely expressed. It's become where I've gotten myself out of the way and as a result, what can come through, you know, unique things, musical ideas, musical notes, uh, you know, energy harmonizations that can take place, you know, and that's what's really changed. It's almost like it's just like, you know, there, there comes that line, get yourself out of the way and look to see what can come forward. And that's, you know, you get the ego out of the way, the fear part, the part that was afraid of healing, the part was afraid of being exposed to people or whatever, you know, and then what comes out is this true authentic self of unlimited possibility. And that's available for all of us to one degree or or another in our own unique
1: way. I'm also wondering um, what you were saying about get yourself out of the way way because like that concept is very prevalent in some of the kind of uh, spiritual type of abilities, you know like channeling and stuff like that where you remove yourself in that process where it becomes a more of a state that you get yourself into. I guess it, it doesn't have to be a spiritual thing, but this kind of state that you get into. and I'm kind of wondering, is there ever any time where you find that that process has just become this zen-like state between the guitar or whatever it is that you do we begin to strum and and you find that oh i have completely out of it there for a while but this this creation came into being you know if you can kind of understand what i mean that there's some sort of zone that you can get yourself into whereas more that i've got myself out of the way but i've went into this kind of zone this zen-like state where it was just this complete blend between the energy that was coming in and the, the music that what I was creating.
0: Yeah, you know, it's a it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, letting go. You know, right. trusting with what emerges. And I find when I go into that space and I'm working with a client or doing a group program, I go places, I'm gone. I'm playing, but I'm out there too. And I notice it when I come back. I'm like, whoa, that was interesting. <laughs> You know and then well i just kind of like allow my fingers my to do their thing and to trust with the ideas that come up you know i'll oh, go to this you know play that chord or try this or finger pluck that and then strum this part or whatever and you just let it go all this all these healing pieces are all one time recorded stream of consciousness and then they have that particular whatever the intention was behind it so cool. It's definitely a unique way of doing it. Probably upset my old corporate part, you know, that wanted part of me that wanted to have the chart and, you know, all the song completely mapped out and all that stuff. And it's funny because I still have a tendency to bring them to performances that I do. And I bring them there, they're on the floor. And then I find, you know, I never look at them. Why am I bringing them if I never look at them? Something comes out and I play and I just kind of go with it. And the more that I get myself out of the way, the more that I let go, amazing musical expressions and healing possibilities arise
1: the reason i'm asking these kind of questions is because as i said you know when i agreed to um to do the interview because i said well maybe this is just a reflection of those so fragile frequencies and you know i was quite happily to be corrected um is that you know once i learned that this is a different way of of um using music to heal rather than just having specific frequencies know began began to go okay well i I have never really heard of someone doing this before not to my experiences so and as a healer i'm always fascinated by this so that's why i'm trying to just get as much kind of information about the process and stuff that you you kind of go through so sorry if it sounds a little bit um technical or whatever but said i'm just interested in in how this this how you go about this and how you make this happen so who you mentioned there, you would have clients and stuff like that then you would also perform in maybe larger groups could you tell us a bit about that like you know is that is that like a group healing or are you just invited to some sort of corporate event to you know showcase something like that
0: interestingly enough i have not really gone back to the corporate world with my gift i tried to a few years ago and they just looked at me like You know, like deers in in the headlight look, and it's like, okay, this way above where they're at. Even though corporate today is opening up much more to sound healing and alternative uh, ways for health and vitality, because they figured out, oh, wow, if we take care of our employees, it's going to make us more profitable. Let's do that, you know. So, um, but, you know, I just find that, yeah, I do group programs, and it's like, okay, I can tune in to the audience, whether it's a person, individual or an audience and to really get a sense of what it what's needed and i'll bring it forward once again allowing it to come forward allowing it to come out and then infusing that energy into the notes and broadcast it into the space to really to assist people in their particular journey and their unfolding so it in and, and it's a magical process like i said i feel like i go places when that happens and it's just and i realize it when i come back and then i can't tell you how many times i've done things where the host, maybe somebody's hosting online or something, and I'm waiting for the host to come back. Okay, where are they? How come they haven't come back yet? I'm done. And then they're like, oh, sorry, I went off in another you know, <laughs> in another part of the universe and just realized I need to come back to the interview. So interestingly enough, it's kind of fun.
1: Yeah, sounds absolutely fascinating. And I probably, well, not I probably I truly do believe that you're obviously in some sort of altered state of consciousness where you're, your consciousness is elsewhere in those states it's just super fascinating and so give us if you can like you know maybe people are interested in in in, in an example of how a client has come to you and you've transformed maybe their life through you know the work that you've done with them if that's okay
0: sure i'll share my favorite story of all time this is how it all got started i had i was doing a, a, a session, mentoring session with a young lady who came to me, the very common issue. The last 10 years, I've been creating dysfunctional relationships, no matter what I do, different person, same dysfunction. I want to change this. I want to break through it. So we're having a conversation. I'm, I'm like, Oh man. Okay. She's broadcasting resentment, unresolved issues. So I inquired, you know, how's the relationship with your dad? Well, ended mm-hmm. up the last 10 years, you know, she'd had this very volatile relationship with her father. And so I asked her the question, are you willing to forgive your dad? And she said, yes. I said, you know what? And I got this idea. I'm going to play you forgiveness music. I set the intention. I played some song I'd never played before, just came out. I recorded it. I sent it to her, play this in your space. Let's see what happens. Three days later, she calls me up. She goes, Mark, you're not going to believe this. My dad called me today out of the blue and said you know what 10 years way too long to have unresolved issues are you open to sitting down and talking about reconciliation and forgiveness she goes, you don't understand my dad is macho man guy he would never do anything like that i said we all need to realize the outer world is a reflection of the inner you set the intention to forgive you've worked with this high vibration music to shift your energy lo and behold what happens an opportunity to forgive what needed to be forgiven in order for you to create that healthy, loving relationship that you desire to create in your life, and that's when I'm like going, hmm, maybe I'm onto something here. And so from there, it just expanded. I've seen people clear physical issues. People have had like like medically diagnosed severe back, chronic back, you know, degradation or whatever you want to call it, and through their willingness to change through their willingness to work with the energy, through their willingness to also honor their own ability to heal their lives, have been able to shift through pain, let go of all these types of disharmonies. Because if you change the inner, the outer will change. If you change within, you change without. And that's what we're all beginning to awaken to. So, and that's what I use the music and the energy healing for is to help people to change their inner so that they can recreate their outer experiences. Whether it's in their physical health, their body, in their relationships, in their careers, in their prosperity, in their spiritual connection, wherever it might be. And, um, you know, it's been, it's like if so many of us tune the strings of our life expression, we truly can bring forward beautiful music. And that beautiful music is what's going to change the world.
1: Fantastic. That's a really interesting example, you know, of how the power of forgiveness um just awakens us and and just allows this healing qualities come through and as you you know you turn around say you've just had this idea and just through this girl listening to that allowed that forgiveness to take place between this person who she assumed would never be open to something like that it's it's a fascinating story is there any is a reason or not reason is there like is there is there a, more of a type of people? Would you find that you know people are drawn to you for more than one thing? Is it forgiveness? Is it healing? Is it you know? Is it is it to try and you know repair a relationship? Is it to try and awaken to anyone? Do you understand what I'm saying? Is there is there no. a certain?
0: There there's been you know obviously people have come with the relationship stuff and but really what seems to come up is people who are looking for healing who are looking to heal their body, who are looking to transcend physical disharmony. And then that's the, the that's definitely what seems to come forth the most. Um, and this has just been my own willingness to go down that path. And as a result, it's been showing up more and more. But really, it's about um, you know people who are experiencing disharmony and chronic disharmony that's been reoccurring over and over, no matter what they do. That's always an indicator that you need to go in and change yourself, change your beliefs, your perceptions that you're holding within yourself and release and dissipate what's no longer serving you and embody new, more uplifting beliefs. And as a result, you can heal your body, you can heal your relationships, you can heal your prosperity blocks, you can heal your dead-end job career that's not igniting your spirit, you can heal your spiritual disconnections. All of that can be healed. You can open up to more fun, more joy, more fulfillment as a result. And so it's just, um, you know, a lot of different areas, but obviously a lot of people are, are dealing with physical disharmony. And so that seems to be the biggest area that people are yeah. coming
1: from. And Would you say that the physical disharmony is due to a mental block? That A, a lot of our physical problems are due to our thoughts and feelings that they cause these physical ailments because of this dis-ease that we have with ourselves.
0: We have been taught to internalize our emotional turbulence from their traumas, from our past, from the things that we've all experienced to one degree or another in our, in our past experiences, we've internalized it. It's still there. And if it's there, it's vibrating 24-7, broadcasting, broadcasting. And as my mother used to say, you know what, son, if you sweep enough crap underneath the carpet, eventually one day the carpet is going to burst and it's going to come out somewhere. And that's what shows up through the turbulence in our lives. It's an picture of this energy. And the only way to get it to go away is to release and dissipate what's inside of you. You can't prescribe a pill. Yeah, you can try to cover it up and prescribe a pill and, you know, do these different things, but it's still there. And that's why our wonderful, beautiful medical community are great at fixing traumas and mending bones and doing things like that. But we haven't been so, so really good at, at, um, Really fixing those, you know, things like diabetes and and these reoccurring uh, traumatic things that are expressing through the body because you can't do it from the outside; it has to be done from within.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. I have found myself to be a current theme um, throughout everything that I've done. All of these interviews um for for a common theme throughout the world that everything just seems to no matter what kind of field you're coming from or what kind of angle that you're coming from it all relates back to healing in some form or another so I think that this is what we're being taught just as we were talking there it's all about healing whether it's mental healing whether it's physical healing whether even just talking where it's everything relates back to healing so it seems to be where we're healing ourselves as a planetary population. We're healing our conscious, uh, consciousness, um, or, or perhaps a better way of saying it is that is that we're healing ourselves so that we can be free then to expand and raise our consciousness to prepare ourselves or to embrace more fully this great shift. Or maybe it's because of the healing that this great shift is, is happening.
0: Absolutely. Well, and what is healing? Healing mm-hmm. is making the disharmonious harmonious that's healing yeah Taking the disharmonious and making it harmonious all of us everybody has the ability to make the disharmonious harmonious and that's what we're all beginning to awaken to and realizing that that's within you know within all of us to one degree or another we just need to uncover it and realize it embody it and utilize it
1: yeah fantastically well said I just want to ask you about the publication of your music you know when you decided okay well i'm going to go for this here there seems to be something in this uh when you went i'm assuming to a publisher um did you tell them that you know did you not just say well let's listen to this here because it's a good piece of music or did you say hey you know do you know my music actually has metaphysical qualities that can help heal? I was just wondering about, you know, what was that process? Did you face any rejection at all? Or
0: Yeah, there was some, but I self-published myself. Right, okay. I brought it out. I started off initially with an area that everybody could relate to about reducing stress and enhancing mental, physical, and emotional performance and started there. And then from there it evolved and went into more, you know, spiritual or, you know, uh, aspects and stuff that it could help and assist people. So it was really just, um, you know, I didn't wait for anybody to publish the music for me. I published it myself. And today I don't, you know, stream on Apple or any of these platforms, mm-hmm. you know, it's through, you know, my website and through different places where the music's made available to people. So it's, um, and then there, uh, there were those times when I did attempt to put it out there and, you know, people, they just didn't get it. And so I say, well, that's a cool thing about music. I don't have to tell anybody what it does. It can just be on its own and still have its positive effects on people. The only time people need to be actively involved is when it's about changing, limiting thoughts, beliefs, and perceptions. They have to be willing to set the intention to do so. And as a result, then healing can take place and you can make the disharmonious harmonious.
1: How then do people find you? How then do people get to know, you know, that is it just through word of mouth? Do you do some sort of publishing? Do you some sort of advertising?
0: Well, you know, I get on on the internet, you know, I'm at Mark Romero Music on all the social media platforms. On YouTube, I have my website, markromeromusic.com. And then I work through affiliates and people who have large followings who are looking to add added value to their list. To their people that they work with and you know we work through the affiliate model quite a bit which has been really uh, advantageous to be able to touch more lives and mm. and generate revenue too to be able to move forward and continue to expand and work on growing so it's just a, a number of different avenues but it's just getting out there and shining my light doing stuff in life real life in person things and then online also
1: yeah, well, as I said, I'm really glad that I did take the opportunity to to have you on because it's been a revelation for me personally. And as I said, as a healer, someone who who helps heal, to hear someone who is able to put that healing quality into 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 music, into a modality that you know touches more people is just so fascinating and inspiring. So with that there, Mark, I guess and we touched on this just very briefly, um can you let people know where they can find you? And you'll also find samples of Mark's music on his website. There's also a free gift for anyone who's interested in in getting that, but you can also go onto your YouTube channel, which you play some of, some of this music as well. So you have a lot of that on that, but can you just please tell people where they can, where they can find you then?
0: Sure. Yeah. You can find me on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and primarily YouTube. At Mark Romero Music, so YouTube.com forward slash Mark Romero Music. Um, so at Mark Romero Music on social media, and then my website is markromero Romero Markromero music You can go there. I, I invite everybody to get that track of music. It's a beautiful piece entitled "The Journey" to support you on your journey through life. Breathe with it. There's a little e you know ebook that comes with it to kind of teach you how to work with it and to see what began to show up for you, see what can begin to shift for you. You'll be really surprised at what opens up. So I invite you come to the website, learn more, um, yeah. stick your toes into the water of the music and see what opens up for you.
1: I've listened to a few short samples. I've listened to some of the things that you've done on YouTube, but I think that you had the, the journey play out on someone else's show. I think, and um, previously it was a really, really lovely piece. I would absolutely invite anyone who, um, listens to me to, to please check out Mark's website and to get some of his music because it really does um, touch you in a way that I find that no other music does. And I've been listening to a lot of mu- music. I've been to a lot of um, uh, music um, encoded at certain heart so with Reggio frequencies and stuff. And I've definitely found that, okay, there's just something different about this music. So it's definitely uplifted me. Um, Mark, thank you so so much for for coming and agreeing to do this show, for reaching out for me, to um, to to actually replying to me after I, I turned you down. To that that's absolutely to your credit, and I'm really really glad that we we agreed to do this. And I've learned so much from you on this broadcast, and just listening to the way that you express yourself articulately. Um, and to have this humbleness about you is, is just so uplifting. And to uh, hear your message, you know, about where you see the world going and how you see the world, you know, being transformed is, is is just so positive, really. So, thank you so, so much for agreeing to be my guest. And as I said, I'll put all of the notes in the show and stuff like that.
0: My pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been an honor to have an opportunity to connect and to share and to reflect and, and, um, and to be together during this time so thank you
1: absolutely so thank you so, so much mark and um we'll speak again soon take care